Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by the Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I'm honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back. Ethical businesses and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. I came across my first guest back in 2007 when she was a Queensland pop sensation performing at a halftime at a football game. Back then, I listened to her album as I really enjoyed exploring Australian artists. Many years passed and our paths crossed again in recent years when I worked in innovation for government. And as an entrepreneur, she popped up as one of our thought leaders. We were certainly meant to connect as we again came together this year through one of her events and the Hot and Healthy in Business podcast. Most recently, we've been looking at working together through the Turbo Traction Lab through the Smart Hub in Rockhampton, and I'm lucky to consider her a mentor who snaps me back on path. Ethical entrepreneur and creative powerhouse Tamara Lur has spent her life making disruptive change for good by doing the opposite. But now she's encouraging other women to leverage their personal power for global impact. Her book, Balances BS, demonstrates how to have a work-life blend. The book also addresses the recurring issues that women and many men face as entrepreneurs, the reality of losing more than we win, the need to take a stand against bad behaviour in business, and misconceptions around having to compromise as a working parent. A major share of tomorrow's profits from the book are being donated to Buy One, Give One. For every 200 books sold, a business loan will be provided to a female in a developing country. With her instinct for picking brands that elevate the industry, Tamara invested in gut health functional snack food company called Gutsy and premium vegan hair care brand Hot Tresses. Tamara has set her sights on disrupting the beauty industry with her Dollar Beauty Tribe. Tamara believes the purchasing power of consumers in the beauty industry can abolish animal testing, set new ethical standards for beauty brands and positively impact the world. Welcome, Tamara, to the Ethical Evolution. Yay! I'm (laughs) so glad to be here and I'm so happy you're driving this. Me too. And and I want to thank you for being, you know, behind me all the way on this one. Um, I really appreciate it. 
well, we have a bit of a history without knowing about it. So yeah, it's only fair that we support each other. Yeah, it's destiny, really. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there's no such thing. It's all well. There's destiny, definitely it, but there's no such thing as luck. And I think everything the universe brought us together again. Yep. Absolutely. Meant to be. Absolutely. It's Friday night, so we're blending, right? You just watch me and my kids eat dinner. Yeah. And, and met some friends. Yeah. Um, I've met everyone in the house and uh, we're now having an intimate cheese platter together online uh, with we candles. Yeah. We're just missing the with wine. Mm. Oh, and your gutsy chocolate. Um, now, for those who have been living under a rock and don't know who you are, um, can you give us a bit of a background um, on your entrepreneurial journey and how you got to where you are and how your journey became an ethical one? Okay, well, I think it, in summary, um, you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur, um, so 20, over 20 years now in business. Yep. And uh, always done things creative and always done the opposite. So um, I think if you look at the evolution of how you evolve in business, you kind of first go into business and you decide that you just want to survive. Yep. And then once you survive, you start to thrive. And then after you thrive, you start to give back to yourself. Yep. So you reward yourself. And then, you know, unless money is one of your key values, which it isn't for me, mm-hmm. you start to wonder um, what is there, what else is there, and yep. what else can I do? And I think as entrepreneurs, you know, you you certainly are in the top 1%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of look at it as a bit of power of magic and how can we use that to impact? So now I'm kind of in my legacy phase um, and that's, you know, after 20 years in business, um, spending time with a lot of other entrepreneurs globally through EO and YPO. For us, it's all about, okay, how can entrepreneurs fix the world because we actually think we will fix the world's problems, not governments. Yep. So um, that's kind of where I've landed. And I don't know if I'm a slow learner, but I've spent three years trying to figure out how can I have the biggest impact in the shortest amount of time. Yep. And in most cases, you have to disrupt, Yeah. Uh, which is kind of where I've landed. So wellness entrepreneur, wellnesspreneur, if you want to call it that, very much into wellness, uh, very passionate about Australia, about uh, pure ingredients and and you know, really getting back to basics when it comes to things like that, cutting out chemicals. So, you know, to me, female founders is another one of my passions, as you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why I'm constantly calling you and say, come on, yes. see something. Fun. <laughs> um, let's spread the word. So, look, uh, for me, that's the space that I'm in at the moment. And, you know, having two girls is also really mm. important. You want to make sure that, um, you know, what you're leaving behind and what you're you're doing as a role model um inspires them yeah so yeah yeah, I'm just playing the game of what I want to do right now which is impact and I think I think we can do it so I'm starting with beauty and wellness yeah so um something I'm going to ask all of our guests on the podcast is what is your mission I have two missions Mm -hmm. one is more female entrepreneurs yes I'm in YPO and I think it's under 10% of females wow. as members. It's 25,000 members globally, um, an average turnover of 45 million, yet there's under 10% females. So we certainly are playing in that big end of town um, and I think we deserve to. Um, females make great entrepreneurs. Um, 
and we get 2% of all capital. So that's the first thing that I really would like to fix. Yeah. And I think the only way to do that is not to beg for money mm. and to beg to give us roles. It's actually to lead by example and start our own businesses and kick us. So, and then the second thing is um, around um, giving back. And I think I'm, I'm very much aligned to the UN sustainability goals and I believe giving should be entrenched as a cost of goods. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, and, and which is hard for people to get their head around because even when you're not profitable, you're giving. You don't mm. wait to become a billionaire and become a Bill Gates and do all those amazing things. There's not enough of those people. No. So we need to really collectively as small business, whether you're selling coffee on the corner of the street or if you're, um, you know, a big business in YPO that's turning over tens of millions of dollars, if we collectively all agree that we want to commit to buy one, give one through, yep. through giving to the UN Sustainability Goals, I, I think that's how we fix a lot of problems. Yeah. And the government throws taxes on us every day. Oh, mm. now you're paying for your, you know, staff super and now you're doing this and now you're doing that. So I, I'm saying now I, why don't we volunteer to, to do something that's good for the planet? Absolutely. And um, you, you've mentioned buy one, give one. Um so it basically um, contributes or, or brings together 50 causes worldwide um, to, to make a, a global impact. Um, why, why have you chosen to partner with them and, and what aspect of Buy One, Give One um, are you contributing to? So what's really interesting is Buy One, Give One's actually got hundreds of projects and they audit them. Mm. So I w- I'm studying at MIT in Boston um, at the Entrepreneur's Master's Program mm-hmm. and it's a, a big component of what we're doing is around legacy. And one thing that they said, which was really interesting and stuck in my head, was the best thing you can do as an entrepreneur is grow a very profitable giving a business that is committed to um, purpose, so profit and purpose. Yep. It's not starting your own charity. No. Uh, so we need to stick to what we do best and then we need to find other people and partner with other people that do best. Yeah. So with Buy One, Give One, it's all audited. The charities are all audited to make sure that they're doing the right thing, which is a lot of a lot of the problems with charities is mm. making sure that they are doing what they say they're going to do. Yeah. And they're directly aligned to the UN Sustainability Goals and B Corp certified, which is really important. Mm-hmm. So that means that I know when I give to them that it's going to the right places um, and that it's being used properly. Yeah. Um, and I don't, whilst I really love the Tom's model and all those sorts of, you know, buy one shoe, give to another shoe, that's that's one problem. Yep. We need to collectively be solving lots of problems and I think the UN's sustainability goals are, are the best ones that I've seen so far as collectively contributing to that. And between you and I and um, a few lab participants, um, I'm looking to gamify giving. So watch this space. I think Ooh. that's another book. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, reward systems. Who cares about reward systems, mm. right? You know, get points if you yeah. shop here and all that stuff. I actually think giving should be gamified and, and we should be rewarding people who spend more by giving more. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at something a bit cool in that space. So mm, I'll keep you posted. That's a good concept. I love it. Yeah. Mm. Imagine what gamification is. It's kind of yeah. kind of fun, but why don't we do it for giving? Mm. So with your book that uh, you launched this year, um, Balance is BS, 
and we've been talking about blending for those people who don't know um, your your concept it's been is an hour. yeah <laughs> your concept is all about blending rather than trying to balance um, everything that you've got happening in your life um, so the proceeds from your book are going to buy one give one now the the cause that you've chosen is it around micro loans for women in business was that right yeah. I mean, that's, um, you know, the whole idea of the book is around supporting breadwinners mm. and now women are, um, in Australia, over 50% of women in the household are now breadwinners, yeah. which is really cool, and 40% in America. So, um, but we need to make sure we don't burn out. So yeah. seeing it's based on the fact that we're breadwinners, um, I chose the charity that, um, that's through Buy One Give One, which is um, funding women to get microloans to start their own businesses mm. in, in developing countries, which... Um, is really important because for two reasons. It's not a handout Mm. because that's not how we fix problems. Yeah. And the second thing is uh, I think it was something like 9 out of 10 or 8 out of 10 of these loans are repaid, which means another person gets a loan. Yeah. And the best way, as you know, for any woman to get out of this situation is not to rely on handouts, is to empower them to take charge themselves. So they're starting their own businesses and they're able to look up themselves, which I think is really powerful stuff. Mm. That's incredible. So, I mean, I didn't write the book to make money. No. It was all to empower women. It's part of that legacy thing. So obviously my portions of the book are going straight to a cause. Yep. Um, I wrote the book so that more women, uh, well, so we can start this conversation mm. around, you know, how do we have it all? How do we, you know, have a career and also, um, you know, be mums and, and um, you know, play a bigger game of business yeah and you and I often have conversations I'm like help me blend uh, yeah <laughs> I'm still practicing all the time <laughs> today's been a very good example we're blending right now yes an apology <laughs> yeah and it works it works absolutely mm. well we're happy so that's the main thing I'm well, not apologizing for I had two meetings today while the kids were at the skate park yeah and I didn't like trying to hide mm it's obviously that there was a racket going on in the background. So it's like, okay, <laughs> let me show you a photo of my kid doing some crazy stuff on her. Yeah. Like she's freaking me out right now. I think she's going to break her arm. Yeah. Well, taking we'll, photos and sending it to a mid-meeting. We were having to catch up while you were cooking dinner. Like the whole board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm professional. No. I'm adding value. Mm. I'm giving them permission to do the same. Yeah. Um. So back to buy one, give one. Um, have you um, seen any stories or, or heard from any of the women that have actually um, received uh, microloans um, from the contributions that you've made? This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. No, I haven't, but what's really cool is that um, I've been talking to Paul Dunn, who's the founder, and and talking about going and visiting some of the charities that we give to. Um, And I think that would be really nice to do. I want to do that with my daughters Mm. so they can see directly what impact um, we're making. Yeah. Um, because they only see a side of business which is here, mm. you know, packing boxes and developing product and meeting business partners and, and 
you know, working and stuff like that. But I think it would be really nice for them to see actually the other side of it as well. Absolutely. So that's certainly something I'd like to do is a little bit more touring around the areas where we're giving, mm. uh, which I think is great for kids in general, even if you're not giving, just going and seeing how the rest of the world lives so that they have some perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yes, but um, I mean, it's, it was only um, launched in August. So okay. I'm hoping... Um, that we'll be able to get some nice insights soon. But you've seen on um, our website, it's all interactive. Mm. It shows all the giving, the map, mm. and, and which is really something special about Buy One Give One. You get to see where all the money yeah. is going, which causes it's going to. It's, it's quite powerful. Yeah, I was um, I was actually looking at it um, earlier this week and I was like, wow, just choosing a cause would be so difficult, you know, to find something that you align with uh, because there's mm. so many worthy causes um, through Buy One Give One. Absolutely. Mm. And look, I've um, I've just decided to, well, I've been invited to um, join the EO Equality Board uh, because I'm personally very passionate about females. But uh, I would actually like to see that the customers and the clients get to choose where their giving goes. And that's mm. sort of where I'm heading towards with the gamification. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we should choose. I mean, who cares? We choose that it's UN. So I think it would be great if consumers can choose their own. Yeah. That, so that, I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> sounds awesome. Now, um, your industry is the the beauty industry and wellness industry um, largely. Um, what's ethical business mean when it comes to beauty for you? Um, so I think when it comes to beauty, there's a few things that I think need to shift. Right. Uh, one is that uh, I I don't think a lot of well, they're starting to get educated, but a lot of women don't understand what's in their beauty. Mm. It's, there's a lot of, when I say vegan, they go, well, isn't it already vegan? But it's actually not. Mm. Um, there's a lot of byproducts of animals that they, they would probably not want to put on their face if they knew what was in it. So um, I'm, I'm really about vegan beauty. Yep. I think plant-based is just as powerful, if not works better, mm. than chemical-laced and uh, uh, animal-laced um, products. Um, the second thing is um, cruelty-free. So a lot of the multinationals test, sell in China, mainland China, which means that they test on animals. So I think that's barbaric. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we've got enough science advancements to know if something's going to react on our skin without putting it on animals. Yeah. So, um, so I think that's something that needs to be abolished. Um, and, of course, the third thing is, as you know, one of my things is female founders and the industry is worth fifty billion in America alone, mm-hmm. and it's owned mainly by men. The, yeah. the beauty industry. So, uh, which you know, I'm not not saying that's a problem. I just think that you know, we are the consumers. We should own more of our own industry. Um, so, those are the three things that I am standing for in beauty. Is I want it to uh, be vegan and cruelty free certified. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want it to be an indie brand, not a multinational. Yep. Um, so that we can support female founders. Um, and, you know, I want it to be ethical and give back. And really the, the consumer doesn't have to do anything other than shift their uh, buying behaviours. So every woman buys hair care, every woman buys all these things all the time. All I'm saying is consider switching. It's not going to cost you more. Um, it just means that we don't have the marketing dollars to go pay a Kardashian to brand <laughs> this stuff up, you know. Yeah. Which, don't get me started on that. <laughs> so I've got two daughters, remember, role yes. models. So um, I'm really all for, okay, let's 
let's give back and let's make the best high efficacy products that we can. So premium uh, ingredients, so products that work far better than the crap that's out there. But in exchange for that, we can't afford marketing. So I'm, I'm inviting women to join that movement. And it's a $50 billion industry. Just wow. that alone, if all if, if half of the women decide to shift their buying behaviours to this, imagine the impact we could have. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, it, it's, you know, we could do tens of millions of impacts through Buy One, Give One and positively impact the whole world through uh, the UN Sustainability Goals just by shifting our buying behaviours. Yeah. No, no donations, nothing, just shifts. And it's pretty cool. And that's that's basically your Dollar Beauty tribe, right? Hmm. Yeah. So, um, sorry, eating strawberries. <laughs> Very yummy. Um, so the Dollar Beauty tribe is something that I've been working on for a little while. It's a concept um, based on the Dollar Shave Club. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yes. Yeah. So people know the concept. Um, so basically you get to try a full-size product for no money down. All you do is pay for the postage. So like we've been abolishing straws lately, what about all those silly little samples that everybody oh, gets? Yeah. Like I need 10 of those just to get through this hair, just to try and figure <laughs> out if it works. Yeah. Oh, bless you. Bless you. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, bless you. So my thing is, okay, how do we, um, how do we disrupt the beauty industry mm. um, and stand for something? And I really think we need to give the trust back to the consumers. Yeah. So what we've done at the Dollar Beauty Tribe is we basically are giving women uh, our products, full-size products that are worth $80, $100 for no money. Wow. Which people think I'm mad. Maybe <laughs> I have got mad. But I maybe I'm over positive. But I actually think women will do the right thing. Yeah. And we're saying, look, trial it for 30 days. If you don't love it, we'll, we'll send it back mm. and you won't be charged. But if you do love it, we'll char- you keep it. We'll charge you for it and then you'll be part of the tribe and we, we're going to be committed to um, shifting the beauty industry. Sign me up. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and they're beautiful products and that's been the thing. They have to be amazing products, far superior to anything else that's out there because mm. otherwise it's never going to work, is it? No. Because we're giving it for free. <clears throat> Imagine running into Sephora and saying, oh, by the way, I'm just going to take these products home with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to pay you for them now. Here's a hundred dollar IOU on a post-it note. I'll yeah. be back in thirty days to give you the money if it really works, yeah. as you say it's going to do. Can you imagine it? You'd be chased down the street by a bodyguard, yeah, <laughs> by security. They'd be like running down, <laughs> get back here. You owe us a hundred bucks. It's kind of funny. <laughs> and obviously, all the products that you have in Dollar Beauty Tribe are ethical. You know, sustainable. They have to yeah. fit that ethical mandate. So vegan, yeah. cruelty-free. Female founder, independent, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I'm so signing up right now. Um, now you're gonna love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, so back to your little entrepreneurial journey. Little, <laughs> I know um, you and I spoke recently, uh, and uh, we were talking about your your future goals, and you were you were aiming for the the big hairy audacious goal of one billion dollars. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's not a small um, journey by any means, but what are some of the trends that you're seeing um, when it comes to ethical choices being made um, uh, from entrepreneurs in business? Uh, look, I think um, 
I think there's a, there's a definitely a group, YPO and EO, we're completely committed mm-hmm. to making a positive impact in the world. Um, but then you also have your old school that are, you know, and they've got shareholders, I get it, they have to make profit and, yeah. and stuff. Um, but I think consumers will shift the way that business is done. Mm. So, um, you know, there's been a lot of things that have been done in the past that that just don't make sense. Like mm. I remember when women used to have to wear stockings to an office. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes people just accept things and I'm, I'm just not one of those. Mm. I'm like, okay, I think I think we can change it. So I'm really hoping it's driven by consumers because it's the collective that will change it. Um, and I actually, what I would like to see is that um, when my kids grow up that it's unusual for a business not to have giving entrenched. Yeah. That becomes the norm. And then I think I would have achieved my mission. So, yes, I really, uh, I mean, Dollar Shave Club was valued at over a billion dollars. Um, you know, if I can if I can take, it's a $50 billion industry. Mm. If I can take 5% of that, which is $5 billion, or 1% of it, that's tens of millions of impacts that we can have mm. a year. Yeah. And um, another conversation you and I had recently um, was, uh, again, in the, the um, beauty industry, um, that some of the, the big bigger companies are actually starting to do a lot of research and, and development around the, the ethical side of products, um, you know, things like toothpaste, you know, things like that. Um, the bigger companies are starting to listen, aren't they? Yeah, I, I think so. And, and it, it, it's driven by consumers, which is really lovely. Mm. So, and, and digital. Social's been really great for that. Yeah. Um, a lot of the big retails and the multinationals aren't that great online, yeah. which has really given way to this beautiful rise of the indie brands, mm. um, which never used to be able to compete. So, um, look, I think consumers are having their say. Um, they're, they're health conscious. You can't fool them like they used to. Yeah. They know how to read labels. Um uh, they're doing their own research. They're not easily fooled by paid advertising and influencers that they know are getting a bucket to, you know, be photographed with their um, with their products. So I think uh, people are starting to see through that at least, mm. um, especially people, I guess, in, in my community. Um, we, we very much um, don't take it for face value. You know, we kind of go, okay, well, I'm going to probably rely on my friends that I value their opinion before I base it on an advertising campaign, which is fantastic. But um, it's more than just that. I mean, Unilever, Paul Polman um, did an amazing um, address to the YPO um, closed network and he was talking about all the things that Unilever are doing, the initiatives that they're doing and, you know, they're they're very focused on shifting their brands to being um, not only um, cruelty-free but also um, sustainable. I mean, the packaging alone, if you look at the beauty industry and all the crap you get Mm. when you buy a a box of perfume, it all goes in the bin and it's totally not necessary. So whilst we're, you know, getting rid of uh, plastic bags in shopping centres and things like that, I mean, we're still going for these massively over-packaged yeah. expensive not recycled not not biodegradable products yeah. so um there, there needs to be a shift mm. um and it's good to hear companies like big companies like Unilever also committed to that and going above and beyond what is industry standards because uh what's really shocking about the beauty industry is it's the under the one of the most unregulated industries 
Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. I mean, you're putting stuff on your face and your body, like. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, if we eat it, it's different. Yeah, that's, that's highly regulated. But what they don't realise is the skin is highly absorbent. Mm. So we're taking it in just in another form. I'm <laughs> like, why have we forgotten about that? It's just crazy. <laughs> it's odd. Yeah. It's really crazy. So, um, look, we can't wait for regulation to catch up. Um, mm. I think we need to have some clear transparency. Uh, we need cert- we need to be guided by certification um, and, and really s- push the change, I think. Mm. So I'm going to throw you a question out of left field. Um, if, there's, if there's an entrepreneur listening to this who's just starting out, they're in a startup, and they actually want to produce their own um, ethically uh, produced, sourced uh, products, uh, particularly mm-hmm. in the, the beauty industry, um, what kind of advice would you give them? Like how did, how did for, with hot tresses, for example, how did you um, make that happen? Um, it's just, it's a non-negotiable. Yeah. You know me. Mm. I'm very, you've read my book. Yep. I'm very clear on what my values are. And Mm -hmm. one of them is impact. Yep. And that's, that's just who I am. So, Mm. um, it's just not negotiable. It's like, do you, do you want to pay tax or not? Do you want to pay your employees or not? No, it's, it's just not negotiable. Mm. I mean, people overcomplicate things. Yeah. You're doing budgets. You're a startup. You've got all your cost of goods in there. One of them just needs to be giving. Yep. Just change your mindset around that. I don't think it's that hard. No. No, it's pretty simple. And I've been um, dealing with um, some other small businesses um, through the agency who are not, you know, big multimillionaire entrepreneurs. Um, They're small businesses who are healing people, but they also want to give back. That's the stuff Mm. I love. Um, and yeah. that's that's the ground roots where it starts. So I think we've just got to remind ourselves that um, any time's a good time to give back. And don't think little. No. No. More people with good hearts have to run big businesses. Yeah. This is the problem. Yeah. And it's just and that amplification really, isn't it? Well, we have to support each other because there's also a lot of bad out there. So, mm. you know, I think um, – People with big hearts and and um, who have great business models need to be supported so that they have bigger businesses. Yeah. Don't 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 think <coughs> that that makes you weak. Mm. It's not a sign of weakness. Yeah. And I've been called fluffy. I've been called oh that's nice sweetheart. Ooh. No. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I'm on a mission, so you can call it fluff. You can call it arty party. You can call it whatever you want, but. Um, Whoever had the I, balls to call you fluffy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a creative female, so, you know, if you get with a few finance men in venture capital, you'd be surprised when you say I'm into giving. Oh, that's nice, dear. Yeah. It's yeah. like I just donated to a charity. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny. Yeah. So what are your future plans in, in paying it forward through your businesses? Um, are you going to go beyond buy one, give one? Um, I think buy one, give one's kind of big. It is. Um, the UN's got a very, um, very big job ahead of them. I actually think they've got a harder task than me. Mm. But, you know, I'm trying to disrupt an industry, so God help me. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, 
the other thing that I'm making sure that I do is empower more women to to get into business along the way. So um, today I mentored a, a beauty brand who who drove to see me um, and came to the house mm. of madness with kids on scooters because <clears throat> um, of school holidays here. But, like, I think it's really important that you're constantly giving back as you go through. So we spent two hours together and worked through the business. I, You know, you just got to share. You've just got to leave with abundance. So for me, I think if I could, I could tackle the beauty industry, if we could take a couple of percentage of that turnover and make it about independent brands that are owned by females that give back. Um, I'm really hoping that will inspire more industries to do the same. And, you know, who knows? I might move on to another industry. Yeah. I don't know. I just started with beauty because I love beauty and wellness. And yeah. my definition of beauty isn't makeup and fake eyelashes. It's, no. it's um, taking care of yourself mm. and, and loving yourself. Uh, and giving yourself permission so um, to feel beautiful in any state. So um, for me, I'm starting with the beauty industry because it's the obvious one mm-hmm. because we we prop it up. <laughs> we pay for it. Yeah. We're the ones keeping it alive. So I feel I'm going to start with that one. But let's see what happens. I mean, um, we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. Do you have other ideas for me, do you? <clears throat> what other industries could we tackle? Oh, no, sorry, I'm, I'm laughing at <laughs> oh look there's so many industries uh, that could really benefit from your your insights and um and i'm only one person though, i know right? and we're so all people like you need to spread the message yep. Other, hopefully someone hears this and they go i'm gonna i'm starting a business and i'm gonna entrench giving and hopefully like, they might end up bigger than me awesome go do that yeah if that's my purpose in life if that's why i was put here then great and if you are listening to this and you do do that, please get in touch with me. I want to know. Um, now, if you had one this message. for the conversation, right? This is why you oh, created yeah. this podcast. Absolutely. This is the space for it. We, mm. we don't have all the answers. Um, we, we just all have a collective um, goal, which is to do good and to grow beautiful businesses. So let's just figure it out as we go. Yep. Mm. And we're doing that. Now, if you had one message that you mm-hmm. wanted to share with entrepreneurs globally, what would it be? Continue to do your magic and entrench giving. Tick. I love entrepreneurs. They're magical. <laughs> Seriously. The ultimate problem solvers. I love them. Yeah. Now, um, another thing I'm going to ask every guest on this podcast, what's the change you want to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? I want everyone to be conscious when they make a purchase and think about if I was to switch my buying behaviour, I could make an impact. Mm. So every time you buy something, a bit like, you know, when you eat a bad thing and you go, okay, I'm eating this McDonald's hamburger. This is not good for me. You know, Mm. in health we do it all the time. We say, ooh, I've had too much to drink this week. Time to, you know. Yep look after myself we balance that stuff all the time right we're always constantly checking in on ourselves mm. and our health and have we drunk enough water today and you know have we had our greens and we, you know we're fairly pretty good with that most health conscious people are yeah you know i i just like people to do it when they're spending money because mm. it's funny a lot of are people you supporting a local business yeah are you 
you know, is there a fem- am I empowering another female? Am I supporting another female? Mm. Christmas is coming up. I'm going to spend money on crap anyway. Yeah. Could I make the difference in somebody's life? Here's yeah. a startup. Just, just be conscious. Yeah, and that's it. It's a mind shift, I think, um, in, in our buying behaviours that we've got to stop looking at the price tag and start thinking about what we're actually buying. Uh, I mean, you can still find the same things for the same price tag and you'd probably be surprised at the quality being much better somewhere else. Mm. Don't forget that that price tag doesn't equal quality. No, no. Sometimes it equals marketing spend. Yeah. So really. So you don't have to spend more. No. It's, you know, we do it in fitness. We say, okay, don't take the, don't take the elevator, don't take the lifts, take the stairs. Mm. I'm just saying the same thing. Yeah. So do don't you, have to spend more. Yeah. Just be conscious. Do your research and uh, be conscious. Um, yeah, every dollar counts. Mm. So yeah. how can we support you in uh, your endeavours? I am determined to ruffle some feathers in the beauty industry and, and get a bit of our industry back and to give 10 million impacts a year. So if, if you're someone who's listening who buys beauty, which is pretty much all of us, um, I would just like you to consider trialling and opting in to, to trial one product for $5. That's all I'm asking. Yep. Spend $5. That's just the cost of the postage. Okay. And trial one product on Dollar Beauty Tribe. And okay. if you love it, buy it. All right. I'm going to do that. Who's going to join me? Because <laughs> I will pay it forward to someone else who joins me. So I'm in. <laughs> oh, you are adorable. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have so much fun creating this. <laughs> so I want to thank you again for being my first guest on the Ethical Evolution <laughs> Um, and helping me along this journey, you are amazing. Um, but if people want to get in on this Dollar Beauty Tribe, where do they go? DollarBeautyTribe.com. Uh, register your interest. Um, I'm glad to say it's oversubscribed, which is fantastic. Oversubscribed? <laughs> so it is. It's crazy. We've been giving a 1000 away, yeah. well, you know, 1000 for, for no money down. Um, and it's oversubscribed every month. So people are telling their friends, which is great. So word's getting out. So um, we're, we're increasing the number that we're putting on offer. But don't forget, this isn't going to work if people are tie kickers and just want some free shit. Yep. Uh, it needs to be the right sort of people who genuinely want to try something and will honestly pay for it if they feel, if, the, if it works for them. So, you know, if people take advantage of this, it's not going to work. So we're really trusting that people will do the right thing and I believe they will because yeah. at the end of the day what they're doing is they're ripping off a local indie female business mm. which wants to do good in the world so I don't, I'm not sure that's good karma but if you generally don't like the product fair enough send it back I totally it's not not every product's for everybody but I mean if everyone does the right thing I think I think we're under something all right well I'm watch the space yeah good luck to me huh yeah <laughs> I'm gonna share doll beauty tribe on the Ethical Change Agency Facebook. We're going to get people on board and we're going to watch this thing grow. Yes. We should do that. We mm. should do like a time lapse. Yeah. You can check in with me in a year and I might be like pulling my hair out or I might be celebrating. Who knows? It would be kind of fun, like a better version of Shark Tank where you get to see where people end up. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to give updates. So you're going to have to let me know how it goes. 
You bet. We'll keep You're bringing people in. That easy. <laughs> 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 All right, lovely. Thank you. Thank you, darling. Uh, so much for, you for your time. Thank you for sharing my Friday night and my cheese platter. Thank you for blending with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, subscribe. Keep keep the conversation alive, and um, yeah, reach out to me on social if you want to have a chat. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution Podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, then visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Hey guys. It's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Cast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric Acid.